Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, audio listener, welcome to the Bomb Squad podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Hey, everybody, welcome to Bomb Squad. I'm Dan Stacy, and you are about to witness my nerdy family and I use silly voices and exploding dice to tell a good story. And yes, what'd you get? You don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> we are missing David. Cheers to David. Cheers. Salute. We still have Iliad with Cheers, us buddy. in our hearts and in the story. <laughs> Stay tuned for special episodes that will come out starring Iliad and other special guests. I'm very much looking forward to that. As well as returning players playing special characters. So my eye is twitching. I got a lot of leg room now. You got <laughs> Kristen doesn't mind. <laughs> Love you, David. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of uh, RPG Emery provided by Sammy and his lovely bride. <laughs> cookies. Starting cookies. Sammy, what's what's the what's the count on that? Uh Give us those macros. It's like mostly butter, some, <laughs> some fat. I learned those things you need to get your bowels moving, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> it's like David never left. <laughs> I want to zoom in on a freeze frame and it goes black and white. <laughs> David's just watching this on his phone. A single tear is passing down his cheek. <laughs> we love you, Dave. Mwah, do check out Dad Bob Fitness. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that's about it. For announcements, other than I'm not sure when this is going to come out exactly, but if the subscriber challenge is still going on, 10 uh, subscribers between locals and Patreon, and we will be watching my senior college thesis film starring these two gents on the ends of the tables. And uh, yeah, lots of giveaways, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And I think that's about it. So outrageous. <laughs> well, <laughs> without further ado, let's dive into the most outrageous episode of Bomb Squad. <laughs> okay. 
twitching. Because I don't sleep. And we dive back in. It's not the sleep. It's a sleep. <laughs> it's cocaine. It's co- <laughs> you get twitchy. That's you say why I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was born in the 80s. What can we say? <laughs> Just hey. at the tail end. I'm definitely Sorry. a 90s baby. Oh, wait, I'm an 80s baby. You're an 80s baby. No, I'm sorry. I disagree with this. It's where you are conscious of the trends that were occurring. Mm-hmm. So, so then I'm a 90s baby. Kind yeah, of. you're right on the edge. Right well, on the edge there. Let's face it. Once <laughs> the 80s produced us, there was nothing more. We just rolled right into the 90s and gave him a shot. Yep. <laughs> you and a whole lot of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We did actually start. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm not even sure how to actually transition into this exactly. Everyone has parted ways and gone their own way. We're going to... Boys. (laughs) Sex at a happy nose time. (laughs) Um, So... What we're going to do now is the we're actually going to do the time skip and we're going to go and do each individual character and see what's going on. Kind of in one session, cover what they are up to for about a year. And um, they're going to do just a handful of roles. Um, And what we did is mostly we kind of discussed behind the scenes what was going to happen here and what they wanted to do. And so these roles were kind of treating like a challenge event. And what's going to be is... Uh, success or failure, but the failure is not going to be immediate. I'm going to stack up failure points if there are any failed rolls during each of their time skips. And those will be like kind of like inverse legend points that I can spend during the rest of the arc where we're going... We're not, we talked about it. I know we, we did. Still, <laughs> it still upsets me. <laughs> I know. Like, Anti-legend points. Anti-legend points, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 mundane? It's yeah, I was going to say. Mundane, it's like, no. Just, uh, okay, but anyways. So I'm calling them, yeah, I'm just calling them failure points. So I'll keep track if they have failures during the challenge event. Uh, most of it's going to be set CRs, and so I've already kind of picked out, based on what they want to do, where we're going to roll. And the rest of it, we're gonna role play. So maybe I'll start with for Aurora. So we're gonna start with Aurora. First, I did make the cursed item. Yeah. Uh, oh, the forget, eye of the eyes. The eye of the eyes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually my favorite part was the name. <laughs> um let me see. Do I have no nothing else? No. Oh, also, you know what we'll do? No, maybe we'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end when everyone comes back together. Uh, everyone's going to get a health potion. And then uh, also, we're gonna, I'm going to have you roll like a, a D6 or a D10 or something, and you'll get a random item from a list too. So this is to include mm. what you guys got as a party from all your cups. So at, they've each picked out like special either narrative things they want to do with their money or items, and then everybody's getting a health potion and some random boon or bane consumable or expendable item extra feet points yes yeah lots of extra feet points <laughs> you heard it he said yes mm-hmm. lots Too late. of them you already said yes <laughs> no pick, take backsies right it's canon that's quite some of my figures 
two? <laughs> can my two year old cross his fingers? Probably. My daughter can. Well, yeah, she's barely young. All right. So, well, oh, the other thing we forgot to mention was Iliad. Sorry, I'm playing catch up on all these time skips. Iliad, during um, when you guys were setting the lab in the Halsetta Blaze, found <laughs> some correspondence. Oh. So he gave I'm getting that all the papers to, tonight. Yeah. Giving that to again, yeah, for Aurora, she'll know what it means. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna scoot it. (gasps) I know that name. (laughs) I thought you'd like it. Oh man, I feel like I need to read this now, but it's so long. You can read it now. Do you wanna? Like, read it no, out loud, or are you just reading it? Yeah, yeah. Well, would we all have known this because we were on the ship for like a month? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, Iliad would have given it to you. Okay. You guys would have read it. I'll, sure. I'll read it then. So this was from the lab where Halshir was doing all the work on the whale's fin. It's the one thing that survived? Iliad grabbed it because he, uh-huh. I can't remember if he used a perk or he rolled or something. Yeah. So before yep. Brick and Aurora burned everything. Probably I had to remind him he had observance. <laughs> yeah, it might have been that, actually. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that looks important. Um, for Lesser Seat Hall Shear. Um, Not Bob. Okay. Hasta? Hasta? Hausetta. Oh, that's how you spell it? Oh. But it has the <laughs> little marks. But, but. So, and then a couple other things in a VEASAN um, from Lady Brianna Adley, Adley Estate Prati. Um, she says, Lesser Seat, I advised. Your oh man, sorry. <laughs> I like her so. Is that wormling? <laughs> yes, wormling. Yes. Oh, okay. Hundred percent. Yes. Okay. I advised your wormling of an associate of the sellsword group I have used in the past, and I hope he has found them sufficient to the task. Let us not make a habit, though, of sending such putting creatures some uh, such off-putting creatures to my door. It has been hard enough to keep quiet this project you have underway without shadowing individuals coming to my door. In that regard, it is becoming increasingly difficult to keep prying eyes and ears out of the business your little minions are conducting. While I can handle my own family, family and estate just fine despite all this indecency with blood and clandestine endeavors for they know who is in charge the institute's board is becoming rather incredulous not without warrant I may add as you have had me funneling money and resources into this project for so many years without anything to show they are beginning to push for results as a reallocation of my investments and at this time the legal standing they have to force me into this is becoming strong I am also still dis concerted at this allowance of the greenwood woman in this even without her knowledge i trust and but i trust you remember our arrangement in these matters i would hate for some terrible gossip to let slip on the eve of your success that i can only assume is forthcoming and adley always remembers their enemies and their friends so i hope our friendship is continuing as it has um do not forget what i what you have promised and I will say that you have delivered your promises thus far, as I, as have I. So let us hope that this pattern continues. Respectfully, Lady Brianna Edley. Okay. <laughs> I love your face. Okay. 
<laughs> what was green green woman something? What was that? Greenwood. Greenwood. You have heard um, the name before. Yeah, and you guys have heard her name before because she was who was sponsoring Jeremiah's to bring the whales fin by Chajeka's jewel. Interesting. And Aurora said, "I'm Aurora Greenwood." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They both That's how, yeah, she did I, see that. I remembered that. <laughs> I did not. Yep. Aurora. Aurora Greenwood. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last bottom. Lysenich. Lysenich, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had other names. So, let me go back. Come up with some more. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Aurora took off in Ingrid's wagon with Larry, but as Aurora this time. Yeah. Malik beside her on the wagon. And where did you, did you head straight for Prati? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How did you, what's the arrival to Prati like? Are you coming in to the front gates disguised or? Well, yeah, I would say she's Aurora most of the time. Until with her hood up, but then mm-hmm. when she gets pretty close, she's going to change the look of the car- the carriage to look like a, uh, I would say like maybe a meat wagon or something. Nice. Like going to market. And uh, I think she's still going to be herself though, but just with the hood up, like slouched over so you can't really tell who it is or anything sure. like that. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe still using Malik as a hump. Sure. You don't have to. I was thinking he would actually be next to me. Oh, okay. I don't think that really... He would draw as that much attention, right? Well, he's a purple-eyed cat. He'd probably set people off and, like, they don't want to bother you. Sure. He looks angry all the time. Okay. (laughs) Magical cats are not that unusual. (laughs) Really? That's news to us. (laughs) Well, oh, look, another one. Yeah. <laughs> Talking magical cats is a different thing. Stray got into the trash again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chased him off. This one, this one's on fire. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> also, Aurora is headed to Prati, which is the center of the Prati Institute of Arcane Arts. This is the center of knowledge outside of places like Abreer, where you guys were. This is where the most advanced technology and magic happens. And I'm picturing you coming over the hill, uh, gazing at the place you where you grew up, and it's it's a it's actually a massive city now. The founding families had started this. Um, some rich families, the Greenwoods and the Adleys, had made relationships with some wizard families, and they had been close enough, the Adleys being this merchant family. So there's these, this one large river that comes in and then divides, kind of splitting like this, and both funneling into this massive lake, which eventually then leads to the ocean <clears throat> between the two continents, um, where you guys are right now. And Aurora, looking at it, there's that massive wall surrounding the entire city. The city's about a mile in diameter, and this wall just surrounds it with the rivers splitting right through. So the wall kind of wraps around with bridges over the rivers. And you you remember the, there, are the, there are the six schools of magic there, um, and then the one forsaken school of entropy and necromancy, which is an abandoned tower off to the 
um, northeast or northwest. No, northeast. Yes, sorry. Compass. <laughs> um, the wall itself is is one of the schools, the School of Protection, and there's other towers there. But the one you're looking specifically at is at the far northern end where the river, the large river of Prati divides into its northern and southern branches. There is the the Alteration Tower, which is your classic wizard's tower. It's totally different than the last time you were here because... It changes to whatever the needs of the Wizards of Alteration need. And maybe you even see one part of the building kind of stretch out and shift into a different type of structure. And uh, it looks like it should fall down. It's going all kinds of different directions. And, you know, this was the, uh, the magic school established by the Thorns. And next to it, nestled right within the divide of the rivers, is the Greenwood Estate, your old home. This beautiful old keep with a wall, and they've actually diverted some of the river, so it actually creates a moat around it back when it was just the keep of the fiefdom. Um, but it has now been expanded on, so the keep itself is kind of near the center and expanded on by stone and then later brick. It's been expanded into this massive estate. Um, where do you head? Um, so I'm going to head towards the back bridge, mm-hmm. the old bridge that leads to the the kitchens. Yep. There's a little area. garden behind there in a state, which is a small farming plot and flower garden for the castle itself. And there's that small wooden bridge for the servants to go back and forth. And it leads right to the servant's door into the kitchens. Okay. So, um, yeah, so she's going to pull right up. It's not unusual that they would have deliveries and stuff there. So um, she's going to hop off and walk up to the back kitchen door. And she's going to knock. She kicks it twice. (laughs) You hear a plate or something break when you do the knock. And there's a pause before the door slowly opens. And you know to look down because an older halfling woman, kind of plump, just perfect halfling shape and size and uh, just ruddy cheeks. And her eyes are still that bright brown they always were, but her hair is mostly white now. It's gone almost white and silver. Much She looks more tired than you ever remember. And it's, of course, Gwen, the housemaid, who was also your chamber lady as well. And she's just... Are you disguised at all? Or are you... No, okay. No. So she's just standing, staring at you. Hi, Gwen. I'm home. It... Oh, by the dragon. That can't be. Are you real? Yeah. She throws the door open, runs and grabs you. How tall is Aurora? I'm forgetting, actually. 
she's pretty tall. Yeah, okay. So she's like half your size. Yeah. Just weird to her, but Yeah, sure. Well, you were seventeen when when you left. Okay. Yeah. So she runs and just grabs you and starts crying. And you hear another platter break. And there's uh This older gentleman, uh, fine, like, waistcoat, all black, still pristine, but his, he's so much older than you remember, and his skin's sagging off of him a little bit. Oh, my. Hi, Tom. I've missed you both terribly. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been gone too long. Gwen is like wiping the tears from her eyes. <laughs> it's all right. Just come in. Come in quickly. She pulls you in. Malik has already slipped in and is sitting cleaning himself at the table. And Gwen immediately, Oh, pretty kitty. I missed you so much. Oh, yeah. He's here too. She picks him up and he does the cat like... <laughs> thing like this and but Gwen quickly shuts the door and they both run over and they don't even know what to say it's just this awkward silence it's it's not true anything that they say it's not true no 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 we we never believed dear never I don't even know where to begin but where have you been everywhere it's been awesome. Look at you. Your hair. What's happened to your beautiful oh. hair? Yeah. It turns more white as I... <laughs> Mine <Yeah>. too. <laughs> nah. It's been yeah. happening. Yep. I don't know. Birthmarks and stuff, I guess. I don't know. So... I don't know what to... What are you doing back? I heard grandmother's in trouble. They both... Everything's in trouble. It doesn't... Downcast. ...look like the place has been upkept. The kitchen is ra- rather clean, but you I can tell. I would say tell. on the way in, though. Yeah, right? oh yeah, and I should have... I apologize, I should have said that. Yeah, it definitely... You're seeing... Repairs are not being up kept, kept up, and there's just not the activity. Gwen and Tom have been the only people you've seen so far. Where is everybody else? There is no one else, Lady Aurora. We're all that's left. How? How can you? How? Um. Well, after you left your grandmother she she did everything she could to find you and on top of that there were some bad investments things just misfortunes seemed to strike us again and again Uh, especially this last endeavor it was we tried to work with a shipment to Avison, and it it did not go through. Oh, 
I, I fear that was the last, the last strike. The, the crops have failed here or something. The land itself is, it's just not, ever since you left, it's not been when it used to. Yeah. It's been a slow fade. Tatiana has told me some of these things. Ah, yes. She has stopped by now and again. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing left. I think the Adleys are going to take over. They've already attempted to purchase. They've made several offers. Your grandmother is withheld even considering it, but I don't know how much longer she can... So she noticed that I left, I guess. <laughs> I think in that moment, Gwen is going to be like, Oh, you don't even know. And there's another <laughs> breaking of pottery. And you turn to see your grandmother uh, standing in the kitchen. And she just falls to her, just falls down in a seated position. Aurora. Grandmother, and she'll do the, as good as she can, a curtsy, but then she stumbles a little bit, because, yeah. (laughs) I think your grandma's going to immediately choke and just run just jump up and run to you and hug you Rose a little stiff <clears throat> your grandmother immediately comes off try and readjusts her cl- clothing and you can tell it's it's old and not taken care of like she used to she's keeping it as clean and proper as she can but it's not as new as she would ever have allowed you to wear. Mm. Aurora. How? Why? You know. I didn't do it. I know you didn't. had to leave. Nobody would believe me anyways. She goes to reach for your face and, and kind of stops. I would have believed you. Yeah, okay. You Like you knew what was going on or anything. Like Gwen pinches your leg. And you see, your grandmother's not making eye contact with you anymore. She's just looking down. You were very concerned with other things, grandmother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry for leaving. Like I did. 
Well, and you see it. She's wiping tears away and fixing it off again. Um, Gwen, would you get us some tea, please? Right away, Mom. She starts heating up the water by the fire. Um, Tom, I think we'll need some new glasses. Tom nods. He squeezes your arm as he leaves. What's happened here? What's going on? Where is everybody? My dear, there's been more misfortune in this family than I think has ever, ever been recorded. I fear it, it began when we lost your mother. And now... She would know what to do. Yes. Yes, she probably would. We are... out of money. The Thorns have been gracious enough to support us as much as they can, but you know the Thorns, they... They are lost in their tower, and the Adleys have been pushing awful to take over. <sighs> um, Brianna is she is Lady Adley now. Um, her parents have not done well. Shortly after you left, they began to take ill or something. We don't really know, but she has been well. She has been ruling with an iron fist. Her little merchant corner. And mm. With her, um, twin stooges. Oh, yes. <laughs> Clarissa, Candice. Yes, they, they've never left the estate. Mm. They're still here. I don't think they've changed much. Not in ten years. I'm sure, I'm sorry, I should have been here for you. No, we, um... We should have been there for each other. Hmm? I... I'm sorry, I... I should have let you know how much losing your mother hurt me, and I didn't. And here we are, so... I don't know if you'd like to see her room again, it's just as she left it. Her and Colin. Yes. Um, I'll be staying for a while, so may I use their room? Nothing would make me happier. Though we will have to keep it quiet that you're here for now. I... But why don't you get settled? Uh, <clears throat> Tom will bring out some... Something he can find from Blada, and, um... We'll talk some more then. Uh, I need to freshen up. Yes. So why have you go to your, to your mother and father's room in the estate? And uh, what's it look like there? Um, well, you know, it's like gorgeous building you know and mm-hmm. but she comes up to their room and it's dark like you can't see a thing in there so um 
she's gonna go over to the window and it's gonna have like those really thick curtains um, in a dark green. She's gonna swipe those open and dust is just gonna be flying and sparkling everywhere because it's just hasn't been touched in a long time. Um, everything has been covered in sheets and, you know, to keep everything nice. Um, so she's gonna kind of be looking around at everything. I'm assuming that most stuff has been taken out of the room. Um, but Mm. there still is, um, the vanity that her mother had and she's gonna go over to that and start pulling the sheet off of that and um it's beautifully ornate vanity and it's got these birds carved into the around the mirror of like flying birds and stuff and uh she's gonna sit down and actually look at herself she doesn't hasn't seen a mirror in a long in a while mm. so um noticing not as aurora not as aurora noticing more white hair um more than she thought was actually there mm. um and um is going to glance down at her necklace that she has has a seashell and a rock like a piece of it's not very pretty rock, but a piece mm-hmm. of that. But um, she's going to grab at the seashell part, at least for right now. And and be going off, I guess, into her mind. Mm-hmm. As you're playing with the seashell, you actually start to hear the sounds of the water lapping. And you're just taken right back to this memory when you were maybe five or six just very young back at the the summer lake house farther northern heading north outside of Prati up the river where it expands into just this small little lake the Greenwoods have had this kind of summer getaway cottage where you and your parents would always go and you remember playing sailor because you always wanted to be just like your dad and you've you had tied together this raft it's haphazard and barely functioning and you're out there imagining yourself on the high seas for some trip to faraway lands and the raft at some point collapses on you and you fall into the water and even though you're a great swimmer, you get tangled into the ropes that you had haphazardly tied these little sticks and logs together. And it's pulling you down and you can't escape and you're, you're struggling. And there's this moment where you look up and you see the water above you and the sunlight shining through. And there's almost this sense of calm even as you can't breathe and you're reaching and you know you want to go up, but you just feel yourself being pulled further and further down. And then suddenly, instead of the warm summer lake water, it turns ice cold. And you hear the faintest sound of some celestial choir singing just on the edge of your hearing. But before it draws you in too much, 
you then hear your father's voice disembodied all around you, and he says, No, mother, please, it's not her time. And the next thing you remember, you're on the shore, and your mother is standing over you, and her golden hair is kind of, as she's looking down at you, is wrapped all around you, and you're spitting out water, and the, you ne- you've never remembered this before until this moment, that as you looked at her for the briefest moment as you came back to consciousness, her eyes looked like a falcon's eyes, and there were burning tattoos up her neck and across her face. And you know she's never had that. Your grandmother would never allow the pristine, flawless skin of your mother to be marked by anything. But even as you came to consciousness, that all faded away. And she picks you up and holds you and says, It's okay. It's okay. I'm here. I'm here. And then your mother's arms are like like a fire, the warmth of a fire. And then these freezing, cold arms come around you, and it's your dad. And your mom keeps going and then says, we're here, we're here. You're not alone. You're never alone. We're always here. And you come back. She's crying. (laughs) Um, And she's going to grab the stone heart on her necklace, which is a piece of her parents' gravestone. And is going to hold on to that. For a while. You don't realize that your grandmother has probably been standing there watching you for a while. And she looks at you. You finally notice and turn to look at her. And you're both crying quietly. And she says, My dear, I think we have a lot to talk about. that we'll go into a little more time skip <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't think I'd really cry <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault. oh but you did it it's real <laughs> do you need chocolate I can't have sugar Sun- Sunday Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> um, but what we can do is sweet sweet plans Aurora, what are the plans for your grandmother for what what are you going to be up to in this time skip? Um Well I think right there before we skip would be she sure. wants to tell her grandmother about the whale's fin and what she has. Yeah. And what and I'm thinking, unless you want to, if you want to real-time role play it, that's fine. Or we can say it's kind of like pans away with music. 
Yeah, no, I'm just, and I'm sh- I'm assuming they're having a good in-depth conversation, and then and the Tom and Glenn are eating popcorn at the door, watching you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're going to be listening behind the door. <laughs> we totally know that they're listening, but we're going to be in-depth conversation and talking about mother and father and all those kind of hurts and trying to figure that out and and then there will be a ring at the door that's why loophole what sugar free does <laughs> <laughs> it count I don't know <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah the so the knock at the door um is Oh no. Hold on. I blanked on his full name. Emperor. Lesser seat Bob. Lesser seat Bob. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Valak. Oh, Round it? two. Valak. <laughs> Oh, do you want me to tell you? Because I have it. Yeah, do it. So Aurora comes and sees him. Oh, she's going to go. Oh, and she's going to run down the stairs to open up the door. And in front of her is Ambrosio Duarte Teodoro de Valintum. Also known as Terrence. Terrence. Also known as Terrence. <laughs> yes. And a bunch of children. And a whole bunch <laughs> of street rats. <laughs> uh, I forgot to tell you. Um, we're gonna have house guests. You hear Gwen <laughs> squeak with excitement, <laughs> and your grandmother is just standing there. Now I think you really need to tell me what your plans are. Okay. So now we can do try some skip. And <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm waiting you. for the roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, a bunch of kids, whatever food's left. Um, I will say though, uh, Ambrosio walks in and he does like a very flourished bow, kisses your grandmother's hands, and you catch the most genuine smirk you've ever seen on your grandmother's face. And she seems completely enraptured by him. We can talk about that later in the arc. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I feel about this. Um, But yeah, very out of character moment. So, man, I don't know where to start. Um, So what's happening is um, there's going to be a new agricultural institute at Prati. um, And it's going to be called Ballard's Hope Agricultural Institute. Mm. Um, Aurora has brought back the the whale spin that was spliced with wheat mm-hmm. and um, she is going to be giving that to Ambrosio to start growing this into a crop mm-hmm. that's here um, and having the children help and they're all going to be part of the institute which is going to be right outside the wall by where the alteration tower is Mm -hmm. Um, and there are going to be these giant greenhouses but they're not like you know like they're white and they're huge and they're pretty but these ones are shaped like shells and so they got like kind of like layered and they're just huge white 
looking shell things that look really cool. Okay. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So, but they're, they're greenhouses. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, are you making, you're making a new building or a new school? It's an, it's going to be part of kind of like a department, a department of alteration. Yeah. So meadow wise, and we'll, we'll get into this more when, when the party's back together, but the, the schools are all based on the extraordinary attributes in open legend. Minus entropy because that's illegal. Um, so which is why nobody does it. No one. <laughs> ironic. Yes. Yeah. So she's and of course um, alchemy is part of alteration and Terence Ambrosio is a type of alchemist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very good at what he does. Um. <laughs> And Aurora is also going to be writing a letter to Mary Marie um, saying you are officially invited to come and be a part of Ballard's Hope Agricultural Institute. Um, you will have the Ballard Scholarship um, and you'll be able to take classes for free. Um, and you will have housing um, taken care of and please come to the Greenwood Estate and um, yeah, so all the directions on there for her. And you were saying too, she you was can gonna... hear the party and the cheers <laughs> and the celebration all the way from the Taylor Hay household. <laughs> I love that. Uh, we were talking about she's gonna be Ambrosio's Ambrosio's teacher's aide. Mm-hmm. So she's mm. working for her uh, tuition, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do a quick cut because we've been talking about Professor Ballard so much. There's a a quick moment. She would go and visit the school, I'm assuming, and and walk the old halls and stuff. Every time she's out and about, though, she's going to be some other person, I think. Yeah. You know, try to fit in as much Mm -hmm. as you can, but blend in. And of course, when we say school, we mean rickety looking, terrifying wizard's tower because it's the alteration wizards. (laughs) Uh, Again, your classic, classic wizard's tower. And so going up in there, you can't exactly find the old room, but you kind of know the location. And some things are sort of the same. Again, it fits the mood and the desires of the head of the school and the teachers beneath him. And this is, it's not exactly how we think of of school now. It's more of um, patronage in a sense that, um, there's prestige to go to the Prati Institute and learn there. And so the students pay to be a part of this by, by donating to the school. And um, that's how the wizards of each of the different towers of magic um, maintain themselves. And so you go to where his old class used to be and you can see bits and pieces of the old class where they used to be and stuff. And you can almost picture him this... Uh, rather tall and arms and legs scraggly, but this nice belly just sticking off of this kind of otherwise stickish looking kind of person. And just this, he had gone, started balding at a young age and just committed to it and is completely bald, um, but uh, has a nice mustache, just just straight handlebar sort of mustache. Um that's and and just this jolly sort of face. He was older when you knew him, so um, probably in his 
Well, it's hard to tell with a wizard, but he looks old. <laughs> he looks like he's late 60s to 70s. And um, you remember him teaching this class, one of your first classes, your like intro to alchemy. And he's been, he's changed uh, a frog into a bird and it awkwardly couldn't fly at all. It tried to hop and couldn't do it. And he's talking about the, um, how the mistake, the mistake in alchemy that people forget. And I got it. Let's see. He, I consider this the, rather the old art form, the, the lower art form, to think that one could hide something or change its nature. This is, this is a mistake that many make in our art. You see, uh, uh, we are not, we are not in the business. And every time he's talking, he's changing something. And each time he changes it, it's a more perfect change as, as you know, that frog changing into a bird couldn't actually fly. But then he actually takes a squirrel and changes into the same bird, but he does something slightly different and it actually can fly for a moment. And then he, he snaps his fingers and it turns back into a squirrel just in time to land in the cage that he keeps it in. And then he starts pulling out these metals and pulls out lead and iron and, and is trying to mess with them and change some of the things, but it never lasts. It crumbles in his hands until finally he takes his one piece of, of iron and is working it carefully, pouring some kind of acid over it and, and whispers something under his breath even as he's teaching. You see, we're not in the business of covering up. This is a lower art form. It is a mistake or a misunderstanding. We, we, the ones of change, of alteration, we are in the business of transmuting, of finding the truest essence of a thing and drawing it forth. We are not in the business of hiding. We are in the business of bringing forth the light, the truth of a thing. And as he's doing this, you're seeing the iron bar slowly change to gold. So remember, it has always been. What has always been, we reveal. Do not hide the light. Let the light shine. And he holds up this perfect gold bar that stays, and he sets it on his desk. And then your memory ends, and you just hear it again. Don't hide. Let the light shine. So I, I think that evening, whenever that happens, she's going to go back to the estate. Um, just thinking about him and wants to explain to everybody what happened. So are there still wanted posters? Yes. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. I mean they're not they're not all over the city, but if you go to the Capital Guard stations that are uh provincial stations from the Kingdom of Dinothier, Aurora's teenage face is there. You know, a a, a kind of magical sketch of her face. Okay. So, um, she just wants to explain to everybody there about why she can't be herself. Professor Ballard was murdered. Everybody says it's by her, by necromancy. Um, but 
the real story is that she happened to oversee Halshear, who was still proctor at the time. He was a proctor at the time and oversaw him murdering Professor Ballard. And, um, failed a role. <laughs> she was seen. Session zero. Session zero. <laughs> and she was seen. And she was Ingrid at the time um, because she used to be Ingrid at school for alteration specifically because it wasn't something her family necessarily wanted. Um, so the relationship was of with the thorns was business. Yeah. We don't mix. Um, it, just uh, to be clear, we're talking about as in Riker. Riker Thorne. Yes. Yeah. Riker's family. family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, she oversaw Paul Shear killing Ballard and... Her grandmother was never a fan. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, of the Thorns. Of the Thorns, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and... I don't know. She filled a role, and then she was attacked by Halshear. There were Brianna Adley, um, Candace and Clarissa, and Marley Sutton were there as well. They were out to get Aurora or something, or they were nearby. They like to yeah, they pick on her. Yeah. Um, so anyways, they all got attacked in because... Um, Halshear used um, undead. They rose from the graves around there and to attack um, Ingrid. And then when the girls were starting to get attacked, Ingrid changed into Aurora, and Aurora, trying to use her abilities that she was terrible at, um, was able to save them all. Marley Sutton was almost killed, and she was able to save them but then the story later on was that Aurora used used um, entropy to kill Ballard. And so she was forced to run away at that point. Um, clear evidence that bodies had come out of graves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was clearly necromancy. Yep. So she just wanted to make sure everybody at the estate knows what happened, the true story, and that she doesn't know what to do about that Mm. yet. Um, But she wants her grandmother to know to say that the whale spin was a gift from the faith of the dragon. Um, The whale spin graft um, Mm. was a thing Thank you for their faithfulness and their support um, of supplying Whalesfin to them. Um, so mm-hmm. um, it kind of covers her grandmother in, in being safe and that this thing was not stolen. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And while during this time, Skip, as well, she is going to be messing with Brianna Adley, um, who is furious when all of this starts coming out and the school is being made like um, 
uh, what do I want to say? Way more furious than should be um, about this change of events with the Greenwoods. Specifically because there's a Whalesfin project that's been donated to the Greenwoods um, by the by the faith, the White Dragon faith, um, as a thank you for all the help the Greenwoods have given to them in this research. That especially just ticks her off, and there's uh, she's causing all kinds of trouble for you guys, le- you know, legal trouble trying to build and all this stuff, and it's a constant battle. So, um, every once in a while, Aurora is going to sneak up into her estate and she is going to give her a mole with a wart on it, on her face. (laughs) (laughs) And then as soon as she thinks it's gone, she's going to move it to a different part of her body that's very visible. So, like, on her chest, on her arm. (laughs) That, that's in honor of David and Iliad who came up with that idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, We're going to have to speed up a little bit because we okay, won't okay. play too much. No, I'm sorry. But uh, so what I want to say is let's do all your roles because the other thing you want to do. I want to investigate into Halshir and Dardanos. Yep. And now Brianna, whatever she's involved with this. Yep. Um, and research the last two necromancers that are left, the brain and the mouth. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So basically while Ambrosio and your grandmother are setting this whole school up and getting and dealing with the Adleys and fighting and all this politics and setting up this school and orphanage, um, uh, she, uh, you are studying and also training. Malik is going to teach you how to, um, hide your soul within the sea of stars so that Vala can't find you anymore. <clears throat> and also how to do what he did in being able to see the true, the truest part of someone and be able to track them through the sea of stars. He will mention that this eye you have from the eyes, it, it, it is a powerful weapon, a tool that can be used to gaze into them, but it has its drawbacks I don't think we should attempt to use it until we have someone who can help pull us back out. The will of the eyes is still within it, and it won't want to draw you in and consume you. Though there are any other Abaddons out there, so... No, we need someone with restorative capabilities. She will try to suck the life out of you so that you can become her new avatar. There is still a part of her that exists in there. But if your will is strong enough, you can bend it to what you desire. And it could be a very, very useful tool. But for now, let us attempt to learn on our own strength. And then we will see about powering it up. So let's do all the rolls for that, and then you'll get a letter, and we'll wrap up there. Okay. So we're going to have you roll Alteration as Ingrid. Uh, This is going to cover disguising yourself the whole time, as well as um, messing with Brianna. Okay. (laughs) And again, you can spend legend points on this. You can, you know, shout out perks if you got them. That makes sense. Uh... 
She's untrackable. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> she. That's fair. I'll give you advantage for that. She has boon focus to bolster. Can she bolster herself? All right, not not bolster yourself, but you'll get another advantage for having spent points on that feat. Because this is a challenge event, it's okay. not in game. So two advantage from those two feats. Two advantage? Can I yeah. Ooh, I don't know what that is. Thanks. You bet. Okay. <laughs> I feel like these rolls. <gasps> you gotta be kidding me. It's a nat one. Oh no. <laughs> yes. But I got me. Drama. <laughs> Drama. I knew it was going to be bad, but okay, it's not that terrible. How much did you get? 19. So the CR is 20. Do you want to spend a legend point to succeed? Yes. <laughs> I was really trying Sammy not says to. No. <laughs> yeah. I do really that. bad on these really important <laughs> rolls. Oh, I'm going to disguise myself in front of Dardanos or whatever. And of course he's going <laughs> yes. to. Whatever. All right. Next anyway. one um, is the most difficult. That's going to be the entropy training. So you're going to roll your entropy, learning how to disguise yourself and seek out others through the sea of stars. Okay. Um, I mean, I say she has battle trance or attack specialization. Entropy. Mm, those won't mm. apply here because this is a little, it's a mix of entropy and prescience. <sighs> So it's not uh, really I'm not going to do that D20 again. Okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. You can spend lunch points. I don't want to. All right, to. that's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nine. Nine? Nine. That's going to have to be one failure point for me. Dang. Give me a ledger point. <laughs> Give it back. No. <laughs> that's great. Uh, wow, that's okay. Interesting, very interesting. So again, the the actual gets interesting. Oh, just died. <laughs> no, these uh, rolls I always you. do terrible at. <laughs> you wasted all your mojo on the RP. Um, Maybe he doesn't have a tail anymore. Again, these these that. failures, like you don't fail in what you're doing. He's you bald. learn these skills yeah, and you're yeah, able yeah. to do it. Something, <laughs> something. Fate is going to come against you at a later time, <sighs> specifically in regards to what you're doing here. Like, I'm going to try and flavor it based on what the failures are. Can't it just be now? <laughs> no. 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 Malik doesn't have a tail anymore. I'm going to vote that. Last one. The lowest CR, 18, um, is the learning. Rolling learning to do as much studying as possible. Aurora has some le- learning. Some. Um, you will have advantage from Malik because he's going to help, obviously, well, with this. Well, did because he help with the other one? Where's the eye patch? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you can come back. That's no, that I know, I know, because that's like learning a whole new. Okay, ability. learning okay. one advantage. What'd you got? I got another nat one. Shut up! What? I'm not come kidding, on. guys. Get rid of that die. It's <laughs> a different one. Is it really? I rolled each one. <laughs> Your children do love you. Nine. <laughs> For those who don't know, her dice are colored to the no, birth stones of nine. her children. Six. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. One. Give me another one. <laughs> hey. I'm very grateful to you for these story opportunities. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. 
All right. So interesting. Cool. Okay. Mullock's uh, I need to make a note, but otherwise. <laughs> is now cyborg. <laughs> Two. Okay. I'm sorry. We're going long. You get a letter from Tatiana. We don't, we won't read. You can read this in private. Um, okay. But basically it does talk about Demeter reaching out to Brick and the things she needs. Um, and also Malik is going to be mentioning the things, so what you're picking up, you learn, we'll, we'll go into more about what you learn about the eye, the brain's, brain and mouth, but there is something in your training in gazing into the sea of stars, uh, necromantic power is being focused in this area, for sure. You can't, it's, it's almost too strong to even be able to pinpoint. It could be the mountains, because Prati is very close to the mountains and toward the southern end. It's at the northernmost part of the southern end of the mountains uh, the goblin territory and so all of that area it's just just um, overwhelming and there's things in this the sea of stars is also uh, a little tumultuous the water is not as still as usual and there's still a slight dissonance in the song and the shepherds are battling against guals almost every time you go in there you actually have to fight some off sometimes yourself so there's there's a lot of turmoil. The turmoil is escalating within the realm of death, within the, the realm between realms. Um, and Malik really is also thinking, based on all this, that um, especially Brick, he thinks you should, we may need the team. You guys are the only ones who have ever actually defeated necromancers. Um at least in yeah. no knowledge. <laughs> that we do. Um, so he he really feels like you need the team, and the, the, because Brick is such an anomaly, he thinks especially perhaps him being whatever he is has been helpful in defeating the necromancers because he just. Malik's just unsure. He's you can tell he's very nervous about these last two necromancers and and all that all that you learn about them. They they were the, the first servants. Um they're the oldest servants and they've had the most time to be prepared and um come back. So well, I guess there always were five. Yes. Yes, there always were. I suppose the baby and that sword don't count, then. She's not a baby anymore, but... Everyone's a baby to me. <laughs> Let's go get them. Okay. Before she leaves, um, the last thing she's going to do is... Um, Unveil the sign for the house now. Yes. So the estate now has this giant sign above it that is called McCollin and Selena Greenwood Boarding School for Dispossessed Children. Um, and, <laughs> and then, so it's all like really pretty and all this stuff. And then in the filigree on the very end of the last word children, it says, and don't stools. <laughs> really tiny you would never notice it but she just wanted that in there the so C people would call it the CSG boarding school or the call cell so um, Ambrosio and your grandmother was standing looking at it and your grandma goes it's just long enough to be pretentious 
<laughs> and Ambrosio smiles. <laughs> All right. And I think we'll end where we began with Aurora hopping on her wagon. Mm-hmm. Headed to gather the team again. Hopefully. All right. And thank you all, especially you other players, for indulging us. <laughs> thank you. So a little over time. Awesome. No, it's good. But uh, very excited to cry see. Cry more. Cry more. I might cry during <laughs> all of them. Uh, this is so many story things finally coming together. It's yes. awesome. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, I've forgotten my... This has been another fantastical episode of Bob Squad and Avenue Studios production. I might make it through one more episode, maybe. We'll see. Do give us a like and subscribe and hit the notification bell to follow the adventure. Uh, if you are listening to us on podcast, do give us a review as it helps spread the word. You can further support us, of course, and become a part of the ever-growing forest, forest known as Avenue Studios by uh, joining our locals or Patreon communities. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to our exclusive discord um, where you can chat with us play games watch movies and so much more of course check the links in the description below for all the music sound and ambience that we use and uh, thank you so much for joining the adventure we will see you next time bye bye this has been another fantastical episode of the bomb squad podcast an avenue studios production do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for the music and ambience that we use, and thank you so very much for joining the adventure. And we will see you next time. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.